Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily for some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, well, we were joined by a commentator in an unlikely well, sports pushing it. It's Scrabble. They've had the World Scrabble Championships. Yeah. He competes in it and he commentates on it. That's amazing. It's yeah. like Peter O'Sullivan riding in a race and commentating. And then the commentating after he's lost. I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> well. So you'll hear that. Uh, we also were joined by Stephen <laughs> Bailey, who is a comedian. Yeah. And um, well, a, a killing machine, basically. Yeah, he's funny, though. He was great. He was yeah. great fun. So you'll hear from him. Uh, and The Drinkers. Oh, yeah. That's right. The Thinking Drinkers thinking uh, were drinkers. back. They're very good value. They're big football fans as well. They've got a new show that um, I think you'll be enticed to go and see. So uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, uh, everyone, and happy birthday, Andy. I do apologise. I can't believe it should be, you know, you, you always remember mine. I mean, mm. I, I, feel, I feel bad now, but... Um, it's all right. I mean... Do, <laughs> the music. <laughs> oh, here we go, look. There we are. Good old Stevie. Good old Stevie. Pension scheme. He's come in as well. Very nice of you it's to come in, to come, in, come in and play it live. Decent of you to um, do that. And the band. So, uh, what did you get? You got um, anything nice? Yes, this sweater that the wife bought. Oh, OK. Another, yeah, another fishing sweater. I do like yeah, a fishing you, sweater. You, you get a bit of a dab on, don't you, yeah. now and again? in those thick jumpers. Well, it's not that cold a day today. No, no, it's quite mild it off, in yes, London. It's, yeah. It is very mild. I share my birthday with Rita Ora, my nemesis. She's Daisy. not your nemesis. You've never <laughs> met the woman. I'm sure you'd get on really well. I suppose we might. We, we do share the same birthday. but uh, All you've done is kind of publicise her. On. She's had another audience. She, the papers love yeah. her. And you've given her a radio audience she wouldn't have got. Would you say I'm more famous than Margaret Bowden, the research professor of cognitive science at the University of Sussex, 83? Probably, yeah. Where was that in the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not in there. I think I'm more, more famous than Peter Plum. Peter Plum? <laughs> Chief executive Just Eat, mind you, he's probably more successful than I am. Yeah. Or Greyhaw Ruthven. Ruthven. Greyhaw? Oh, no, he's the Earl of Gowrie. Of course he David Gowrie. Yeah, but you're, you're more famous than the Earl of Gowrie, aren't you, really? I'd say so. I mean, you're not more notable, but I'm you're more... I'm not in there anyway. Is it, when do you do this, folks? When it's your birthday, uh, do you, you go there and think, well, you know, actually, I'm more famous than him. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, Talksport.com. Text 81089. Tweet TSH&J. Mm. Julie Andrews and Harry Hill. Yes. I share mine with, and I'm certainly not more famous than either of them. I don't know if there's any sporting... Well, Tina Turner, of course... Um, so it's, oh, it's her birthday as well. She's oh, yeah. 80. Oh, yeah, tremendous. Is she 80? She's 80, yeah. Wow. And uh, Peter Wheeler, the rugby union player and yep. president of the Rugby Football Union. And Art Thiemann. Jazz, jazz musician. Himself, 
jazz sexo- saxophonist yeah. and former orthopaedic surgeon. Did you know that? Well, there we are, which leads us neatly <laughs> into former uh, newsreader, who uh, oh, our, yes. our old friend Robin Chernoffer, who uh, read the news mm. on this show uh, and on Drive for what, probably nine a decade, I would think. Oh, easily. Yeah. Robin made a she made a kind of uh, kind of I don't know a, a midlife move into a different, completely different occupation. Oh, yeah. um, she is an op- uh, operating department practitioner, an ODP. She's been training for it for, well, quite a while now. A couple three or of four years. years. Yeah. yeah, three years. And she has now qualified, so we uh, we congratulate. She still keeps her mm. hand in, does a bit of radio now yeah. and again. Uh, I think but, I might do the same thing. I think I'll become a surgeon. Yeah, I think you'd be great, Andy. I think... <laughs> My eyes. What about <laughs> neurosurgery? I think you've got time. I mean, I'd need let's a, think. You know those glasses they wear, the special one? I'd have to have a special pair on top of the special You pair. would. I still wouldn't be able to see. I just like the idea of you taking up neurosurgery now and the, the amount of work <laughs> you'll have like to do. The book learning involved. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. Let's talk about last night's game. We should, yeah. Much I only saw the second half. So that, do you know sometimes you, you don't catch and you think, well, okay, it's been two goals in the first half this will be good and really not much happens <laughs> Newcastle didn't threaten wasn't. much did they God, really St Maximum was definitely St Minimum last yeah. night Almiron I, I am so fascinated by this player because yeah. I was talking about him yesterday I thought I said he never ever scores he's never going to score I'm, I'm going to get a t-shirt I was there when Almiron scored and then the, about four minutes gone he gets the ball he, he's making his way to the area he thinks mm. he's going to score I've said that on the show today he's going to score Nah, no problem. <laughs> Over the stand. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's clearly playing on his mind, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? The longer oh. it goes on. When he was offside in the second mm. half, you know, that when they were on yeah, a break. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> There was one moment in the first half where they were on a break and he managed to play the balls into the back of St Maximum's calf. You think, oh, God, you are mm. hapless. Yes. But uh, interesting on the Hurahan, Haurahan, Horahan, Hurahan situation. situation. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they went with... Mm. Um, Howrahan last night, which yeah. I thought was fair. Bill, Les- Bill Leslie plump for Howrahan. I thought was fair enough. Although at one point Dave Jones went with Horahan. I thought now I'm really confused. <laughs> anyway, he had a brilliant game. I thought he should have been man of the match. Really, although Greenish was terrific. But uh, at one point, uh, <coughs> Bill did slip <coughs> into Horahan again, and Andy Hinchcliffe corrected him with a sort of Fred Dunnage like Howrahan. <laughs> <laughs> it was really quite strange. But, you uh, can't ask you the man himself, have yeah, you? Yeah, I think they have. I think it is. Howrahan. Okay, good. Um, now, last week, Andy, you were claiming that in the uh, the game, the uh, which game was it? The Kosovo commentary game. At one point, mm. Clive Tildesley <laughs> had been called Brian by Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should have told you this Friday, but I completely forgot. But let me clear it up now. Talksport listener Mark Carter was in Glenn's company ah, uh, on okay. Thursday evening. Right. And he had a chat with him, and uh, Mark says, Paul, I can confirm from speaking to Glenn that Clive Tilsley's nickname is not Brian. He's got no idea <laughs> what he said, but admitted it did sound like Brian. <laughs> okay. But it enough. wasn't Brian, and he's no. never called him Brian. I, so, know. Uh, I had a feeling Glenn didn't really realise. It wasn't clearly Brian. It was just... It's the noise of the word Brian without it being Brian. The noise of the word Brian. Okay, that will make sense. The sound of word Brian. You see, the Vatican City, this is an interesting statistic. In the day, the Vatican City drinks more wine than anywhere else in the world with 105 bottles consumed. There's Each. a reason for that, Andy. Well, well because it? it's 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 you know what, the communal wine. You, what, you know, yeah. I mean, you're going to get through it, aren't you? They're not going to knock back the whole bottle of communal. Each, no, but each if, person, 105 mm. bottles of communal wine a year. E- you're saying each person has 105 bottles of wine. 105 bottles consumed 
each person each mm. year. Wow. And, and Alan, he has applied to get a job on Vatican Radio with Cardinal McCoy. <laughs> Morning! <laughs> <laughs> Me and Cardinal McCoy here and through through until 10. And I, this is a good drop, Ali, don't you think? 104th bottle today. <laughs> I'm sure about these biscuits. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> okay. anyway, yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, and, and yeah, let's not go down that road. No, but no, I, yeah, I think uh, Vatican road. Radio with Alan Nally, <laughs> it would be uh, football, football be fans are very amusing, though. Did you see the Woking supporters were chanting, Prince Andrew is one of our own at the match on Saturday? Oh, yes, of, of course. The pizza place. Yeah, that's right. I wonder what it's done for their business. Has it been, uh, yeah, I, really good, I mean, really, it's probably the manager there, he's probably seen an, uh, an uptake, isn't he? Mm. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Uh, in terms of commentary, Andy, you think of the, the, the many great sports that have uh, fine commentaries mm. around them. You wouldn't necessarily think Scrabble would no. have its own dedicated commentary team. I would see it as a, a kind of Ted Lowe or around a golf green snooker that's a quiet commentary. Kind of you, that sort of... Yeah, not, you can't be game, You man, can't get can too you? excited uh, in no. commentary around... Would you want Triple to hear letter score! Can't yeah. be like that, can you? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, do you want to hear some um, Scrabble commentary? Yes, I'd like to, yeah. Okay, here we go. The problem with both Monozite and Topazine is that they leave the Z where you can easily mm. score off it to the double. So yeah. that's why I think Botanize is a little bit better. It True. doesn't expose the Z as much. Uh, Botanize would take more hooks, so maybe Monozite only taking the S. Would mm -hmm. that be a consideration, do we think? A little bit. I mean, again, these are all very minor differences. Amazonite is down from the A, it doesn't hit the triple, that doesn't slot the Z, so it's not going to be quite uh, good, right? Or Amazonite's a nine. Uh, Amazonite's a nine, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, anagram of anatomize. That's right. Yeah, we <laughs> it's are. fascinating. It is. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, You've really got to know your stuff. Uh, we believe the British voice you heard there is a former World Scrabble champion. We're, we're doing this today because uh, we just had a, a new winner crowned. Uh, Brett uh, Smitherum, good afternoon, Brett. Hello, Paul and Andy. That was you in action, wasn't it, we heard there? That, that was indeed, yeah, my monotone trying to keep my American counterpart in control. Yeah. <laughs> Who was your American? Let's give him a name check. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, Dave Koenig. Uh, he came across from Seattle, which is where he lives, uh, and uh, competed alongside me in Torquay this, this past week. Wow. So it, it's a bit of a weird thing, isn't it, Com commentating on Scrabble? Are, are you a bit of a pioneer of that, or are people doing it before you were a competitor? Uh, people have done it before I was a competitor, but um, I tried to inject a little bit more humour. Uh, it's probably some things that, was in my, that were in my commentary that you couldn't include at this time on the radio. <coughs> but um, I, we've always had some sort of, uh, I don't know, coverage that goes alongside these things. But it, in the past, I think it's been a little bit more dry, a little bit more analytical. Uh, and I try to open it up so that people at home who maybe don't play Scrabble at a high level can understand it. Is the game played to time limits? I mean, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of time to fill, or, or or are the players having to play quite quickly so that gives you lots of time to move on against the clock? Well, like yeah. a kind of speed chess. Speed chess. Well, yeah, that, that type sort of thing. thing yeah, yeah. yeah there, there are time limits. We use chess clocks, and each player gets twenty-five minutes for the game, which in practice averages out at about two minutes a move. Um, but the players in this year's final were actually playing quite quickly, so we got through most of the games in probably about half an hour. So we really had to keep on our toes. Yeah. The the winner is a Kiwi, I see. 
Um, Nigel yeah. Richards. And it did strike me that it comes in pronunciation. So, for example, he'll say cheers. The word is cheers, spelled mm. C-H-A-I-R-S. Cheers. <laughs> We're at a table. It's the thing, yeah. It's the thing about the Kiwi accent. But uh, clearly that isn't, that isn't an issue. And he won it with a ghostier. That was the, that was the, a big 140 point score. Did that did that get a round of applause or a gasp in the commentary box? Uh, it didn't get a gasp because uh, ghosty is a pretty uh, common word at top scrabble, but uh, it, it got more of a gasp because his opponent didn't block it, and it was a pretty uh, his opponent was very unlucky. Basically, he had a much better play elsewhere on the board that was never going to block ghostier. And as soon as we saw ghostier coming down, like like when I won, I played the word brackenid. My opponent had another move elsewhere. My Brackenhead went down for 176. Nigel's ghost went down for 140. Game over. Wow. I like, so, ghost- so it sounds a bit like chess. Sorry, but it sounds yeah. a bit like chess. Like in- signature moves, certain yeah. words, like certain moves. So it's like you know, the, so the you, the kind of ghostier uh, is, is 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 an accepted move in, in the game, is it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just means more like uh, more sort of ghostly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always a high scorer. Um, and this, this took place down in Torquay. Is that the home of, uh, of World Championship Scrabble or do you, does it move around? Uh, it moves around. The last couple of years it has been in Torquay um, because it's been um, ultimately championed and run by Mattel here in the UK, Mattel Europe. Um, and uh, also Collins, who do the, the Scrabble words, are based here in, in the UK. So... Uh, yeah, we're, we're better than the English Riviera, and in fact, I'm Cornish originally, so it's ah. close home for me as well. Wow. Uh, yeah, any, any 6,200 quid price. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not bad. We tried to come up once with the uh, the name that would score you the most points in Scrabble, the footballer's name hmm. that would score you the most uh, points in Scrabble, and I think at the time we had a, it was a, a Polish player. I think yeah, we came up with but of course you can't use names can you so the, we were I've been spent an hour doing this on the radio somebody pointed out you can't use names that's a good point so what was the point of that no point well it depends because some names have got different meanings so mm. the guy who came second this year for example in the game he played against me uh, missed the word William I don't actually know what a William is but it's not it, it's something else other than a name so it depends really Oh, so you can call someone, I never knew, you can call somebody a William. Okay. My wife's a, a big fan of Words with Friends, the rival organisation. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, but they have they have much more flexible rules in Words with Friends than Scrabble. Scrabble's more stricter, isn't it? Uh, to an extent. I mean, the, the thing that gets me about Words with Friends, and I'm, I'm sorry to Words with Friends uh, fans who are listening, but uh, the, the dictionary is rubbish. I mean, you look at some of the rubbish words that they've got. I mean, at least we derive ours from proper dictionaries. Uh, I think people can just make that stuff up, to be yeah. honest. Have we, have we got to get the other governing body on now to give them a chance to, to come <laughs> back at you? I don't think they are a governing body. <laughs> yeah, they're no. not a governing body. <laughs> I think you could yeah. use, in, as it's Scrabble, you could use Martin Tyler, couldn't you? You're very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he could come in and do some commentary. commentary. I think it, it, excellent work. Yeah, I think it would. I think that would uh, certainly work. So you were you you were not only commentating, mm. but you were you were taking. It's like Willie Thorne when he does the snooker when he was still competing, mm. but then would or Steve Davis then go into the commentary box mm. when sadly they found themselves yeah. out of the competition yeah yeah so i mean the way it worked was since tuesday we played uh, 35 uh, games so we did eight on tuesday and then nine every other day and the top eight placings on friday night then went through to play a quarter of semi and then a final on sunday uh, so i sadly uh, by virtue of one tile different would have won the qualifying game that would have got oh, me through to the top eight wow 
Um, but to the benefit of our, our listening, loving public, uh, they got me on commentary instead, which, which was, you know, I was fine. It was a great final. It was great to commentate. Them's the margins, top-level mm. scrabble. The, uh, you had a 13-year-old, though, in the quarter-final who played, uh, I see, played Nigel Richards, who went on to win it. That That's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, a, a young lad by the name of uh, Imad Ali, or Sayed Imad Ali, he's from Pakistan. Um, and, and actually, I had run the World Junior Scrabble Championships the weekend before, and uh, Imad is not only the adult uh, national champion of Pakistan, but he came over here and won the, the junior championships as well. Um, great, great temperament for a 13-year-old. Um, I see a lot of lot of success in his future. Yeah. But um, I, on earth, uh, makes me mention that I did beat him in the main event. <laughs> oh, OK. That's, uh, so, um, and finally, what's the holy grail of Scrabble words? What's, is, there, is there one that everybody, they, they look down at the tiles and they think, I've got it. There it is. Uh, I think everybody has their own, but my personal is uh, Mbakanga, which is M B A Q A N G A, uh, which is a kind of uh, kind of reggae, I think, music. Mm, okay, and how often does that come up for you? Uh, never yet in 24 <laughs> years of play, but uh, it's still out there. What about xylophone? Have you done that one? Yes. <laughs> Oh, a xylophone. Well, xylophone's a nine-letter word. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to make not yeah. a xylophone yet. Yeah, no xylophone yet. Brilliant. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Brett. Good to talk to you. All right. Cheers, yeah. guys. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. To, Don't forget the Dutch the... player, Ryan Scrabble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was very good. <laughs> he was very good, Ryan Scrabble. Uh, talking of that, um, did you see the day that people of a certain age, they're saying that to keep mentally sharp if you're over 70... Mm. Um, you're Can I just say that isn't me? No, that isn't me. <laughs> that isn't me. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. But to keep mentally sharp, you're as well playing bingo mm. as you are chess. Really? Cognitively, yeah. They, they're mm. saying it's it's up there. It's every bit as good to play anything like card games, chess, bingo. Next time doing I go down crosswords. to the mecca, I see Raymond Keane in there. <laughs> this is the thing. I just be great if Nigel you had a, short. If you suddenly started having bingo grandmasters, <laughs> and like your nan, your nan's been going at the old mecca. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's been going bingo there for nan master. Yeah, she's been good. going there for years, and suddenly she's a grandmaster of her own sport. <laughs> That'd be tremendous. But it's true when you yeah. see you see some of the old nans, don't you? And mm. they, they've got the old uh, what are they call dobbers are they called dobbers or, I think yeah. they are called dobbers oh, yeah, it could be dabber I dabber think. dobber anyway they've dobber got dobber is telling telling reporting on somebody in Australia. we're not playing so Scrabble are we no. <laughs> six letters um, so but anyway whatever it's called um, like they, they have a bunch of cards don't mm. they and you, you've got to keep your eyes got to be moving across oh, all yeah, the cards to make sure the you've ball. got them all yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old Nan could be a grandmaster that would right, be fantastic yeah. uh, I share my birthday Andy was we were talking about who he shares his birthday he was going through the papers and claiming he was more famous than half <laughs> the people who have made the papers today um, and this comes from Luke Morris who says, I share my birthday with Beethoven, Jane Austen, Arthur C. Clarke, Philip K. Dick and Liberace. Mm, and I think impressive. I more than hold my own. He <laughs> says, you certainly do, Luke Morris. You'll be mentioned in that company from now on. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Joining us now, comedian, uh, touring next year with his show, Can't Be Bothered, is Stephen Bailey. Stephen, good to see you. Thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. I uh, feel like I really belong here already. Well, yeah, we've just <laughs> said a few... It's been a rocket to stardom in the past, this show, for a few comedians. And, uh, and so we... Uh, well, you don't need us. You're on the Apollo tonight, for goodness sake. I am. 10pm BBC2, live oh. at the Apollo. I'm there, but... You know, I'd rather be here, boys. Oh. <laughs> Just talking sports and matches and goals and yeah. own goals and the offside rule. Well, that's great. You've done your homework, I can yeah. see. But you are friends with a, uh, a famous footballer, aren't you? Uh, Paul Paul Merson. I am. We had him on Celebs on the Farm. <laughs> and <laughs> he is sassy. So, like, he would really give me as good as I got, which oh, really? I really enjoyed. And he's the nicest man. And just like my father, he wasn't proud of anything that came out of my mouth. <laughs> but I learned a lot about him. And apparently, because I asked him to buy me a six-bedroom house, apparently it doesn't work like that. No, no. unfortunately no. not. Um, so what? Celebs on the farm. Yeah. Uh, what, what, I mean, what is it about farms and celebs? Because this would be the second so There was the infamous farm. Uh, yeah. Wasn't there where we saw Rebecca Lou's disseminating a pig? <laughs> One oh, of the great... No. T- God, always in the top that, 10 yeah. TV highlights of all time for some reason. I love how you just worded that because I would not know how to word that this time of day i'd be like she made friends with a piggy (laughs) but um but what what, what sort of stuff did you get up to in in that series well i'm lucky because i i present it so i don't have to do anything awful but it's like you know um a cow pooped on bobby norris's lip (laughs) and that is where the humor comes in because like the challenges they're all great but we're not there for that we're how they are unable to do it and like paul merson terrified of animals like terrified of beautiful horses and I've never seen really? a grown man so I mean I guess that's how I feel when I, like when I'm at a football match and everyone's like cheering because I don't know what's happening that's how I feel but yeah I've never seen someone so scared and seeing um, a little lamb poop on Caprice while she's posing from uh, a, like a nude calendar was I one of the highlights. for that. Yeah, well, I've got the backstage shots, boys. I'll show you afterwards when we go for a beer and to cheer on the lads in yeah. the pub. <laughs> so, uh, can't, can't be bothered. Is the show what? What sort of ground do you Good cover, title. Stephen? Thank in you. the show? Um, well, it's 
it's really hard because I never really stick to theme anyway. Like if there's a cute boy in the audience, um, I really go for it. And obviously now I'm a big sports fan, a big sports player. You'll be doing a lot of sports. I'll be doing a lot of football today. material. Yeah. So all the talk sports fans should buy tickets at stevenbaileycomedy.co.uk. <laughs> but um, I'm kind of talking about at the minute, well, you're supposed to be everything, aren't you? You're supposed to be a vegan and not use plastic and all this stuff. Like you're supposed to be woke and I'm asleep. <laughs> and so I'm trying to wake up and I'm trying to like talk about all that stuff and I have no clue because I always forget my metal straw so I end up using a plastic one don't yeah. come for me don't come for me <laughs> but I do so you don't you, you can't see yourself living on a plant based diet then I mean, can't no be have any... you seen the size of my chippy boobs I couldn't if I wanted to <laughs> although chips potato yeah that's true well, it's fine. it can't be, can't be easy though we've talked to comedians about this before I mean we talked Justin Morehouse a bit about it didn't we it's kind of life on the road is not necessarily if you're gigging around the country and you're just turning up in service stations it's not always conducive to uh, to living right is it well we say that but it's like you could pick the quinoa salad but we all go to the two Melton Mowbray pork pies <laughs> <laughs> so I mean <laughs> there is you could do it and we could all go for a run in the morning but we don't want to especially no. I've got EastEnders to catch up on and I need to know the results you were in Corrie, Stephen, is that right? Yeah, I oh, was in Corrie. I was in there for three episodes. And, you know, it was a really, like, stretch for me because, as you know, I'm just one of the lads. And yeah. they made me, like, perform at the Hairdresser of the Year Awards. Right. And that was just <laughs> not... It was so hard to get into character for that. Are you really a black belt in Taekwondo? Yeah. yeah. Taekwondo? It's Taekwondo. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to, I could flip you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks very yeah, much. I could flip you on the table. <laughs> I could break wood. Yeah. That's an I people... genuinely am. People always no. think that's a punchline. Like no. I'm, I'm doing a setup going, and I'm a black belt in taekwondo, and they start laughing. I'm like, what? Don't laugh yet. There's no. a joke wow. coming. That's the true bit. What sort of age wow. was that then? Are you, are you still doing? Did you keep your hand in? No, but I'm still insured. <laughs> I'm still insured because um, you have to get insured. I'm insured for like two million pound. Like really? So if yeah, so if you attack me and I broke your nose, I'm insured for that because I'm technically a lethal oh. weapon. You could probably do that from here. I'm surprised you've not followed up with that again. You've not followed up with that again. I would never. I would never. So so as a black belt in anything, in any martial art, you have to, because your hands are deadly weapons. I knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? I don't know why. I mean... I kind of glad I have it because now I'm walking around like with like very smug because I've never been mugged even though I absolutely deserve to have been <laughs> and I can't get mugged for like anything I must just look like I've got a black belt yeah, yeah so uh, hecklers are, they should be careful if they ever come to your hecklers gigs. don't even mess with me like I don't you know you must give off uh, some, you must give off an aura they just I, don't... I think they're worried what I would do to them yeah, it's exactly. three o'clock and we'll stop there but yeah. yeah I think they're scared for their life like wow. straight boys are terrified of me and I don't know why it's, uh, that, that, so, yeah that's amazing well I mean, yeah. I mean you've come in with a fantastic sporting claim to fame that yeah you, you've led with your lack of football knowledge I don't obviously. want to mention yeah. that I went for a Chinese with Phil Bardsley recently Oh, I do don't. If you're going to bring that up, I'm really? Just, yeah, if you're going to hold a gun to my head, <laughs> then I'll talk about How, it. In what circumstances? But, um, just the two I'm, of you? I'm friends with his wife, housewives of Cheshire's Tanya Bardsley. Right. And oh. by default, they took me for a Chinese. And yeah. I'm not going to say no to that. Like, no, I made my dad, out of all the shows I've done, Live at the Apollo, Coronation Street, now my dad was happy. Were you taken jealous. inside the locker room by Phil? I, w- I don't yes don't no I don't know oh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a, I, no, I, this is like Des O'Connor's but I'm asking a serious question I mean did you get anecdotes from his days of professional football oh I didn't know that's what you meant um, no I was talking more to Tanya about where she shops oh okay of course um, but I, he's really nice footballers are yeah. nice Paul yeah, Merson Phil yeah. Bardsley 
I've got them fantastic. All. You're building up a great friendship group of former footballers, it, it, it seems. You'll be doing the PFA Awards do next year, the after-dinner speech and stuff. That I'm would surprised be... I'm not booked this year, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should be. Yeah. Did, so, uh, I'm going to a Charlton match on Saturday. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the okay. Valley. Uh, at what? The Valley. The Valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The they, that sounds good. Who yeah. they, do you know they're playing? <laughs> <laughs> um, a team. Someone uh, will tell us. Will I'm you? going for. Well, my partner is very big into sports. He's the sport. He supports Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, okay. Oh, they're probably playing them. Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. they're probably doing that. But I've only gone because I just want, and I hope they do it in my head, like a beaker of beer, a plastic yeah. beaker of beer, yeah. or a paper beaker of beer. Yeah. Um, and um, a hot dog. That's why I'm going. Yeah, I, well, I want to like. Enough. I want to be a hooligan for a day. So he's not got you. You've <laughs> you made the effort to. You've just. You've not doing a lot of work. On the um, on the Sheffield Wednesday team or, or the history of Sheffield Wednesday, you've... Um, I know they got together in Sheffield on a Wednesday. Yeah. And <laughs> that's all you need to that's know. That's all really. I need to that's know. Fine. And um, I w- I went to this like sports bar yeah. and watched on the screen Sheffield Wednesday or Sheffield play Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. no one oh. scored a goal, and they all get paid like sixty grand a week to do what I can't do, which yeah. is score a goal. Yeah. And it classic. blew my mind. And I don't know what you're all cheering at because well, nothing is, actually happens. When you start deconstructing oh, the game like that, you're, you're going into some quite dangerous ground. Yes. Really? Us and the listeners. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, because we'll question the whole point of all of it. Really. Oh, I mean, keep watching sports and listening to us talk sports. And why don't you come and watch the game, which will be shown in the interval of my show yeah. on tour you are now you <laughs> kick off true. February and <laughs> on home ground Salford uh, the Lowry in Salford but you're right around the country aren't you for uh, a, a good month or so plenty yeah, of gigs yeah going everywhere and you've supported our old mate Jenny Eclair we both yeah we, we love we Jenny Eclair we worked with Jen over the years yeah, she's yeah. one of the nicest ladies very supportive you're on live at the Apollo as you said tonight so tonight a little uh, it's, we were just saying to you earlier on that it's a big you, thing this you do 25 yeah. minutes mm. and then it's cut down to 7 minutes so yeah you hope they kind of they showcase the best of you and I don't know what they'll show because I'm naturally quite crude and so (laughs) this has been well hard boys Um, (laughs) so I'm naturally quite crude and in that I really did a mixture of everything but because you only get to see seven minutes are they going to make me look really blue? Are they going to make me look squeaky clean? Like so like some 90 year old called Doris is going to come is what you want yeah Yeah. well I don't want to say everything worked in case people at home don't laugh but in the room they laughed oh, at everything good. yeah that's good. Well, so there's nothing i'm like please don't put that in i mean there's the... one thing like i used to work at the nhs and i spoke about them and i don't want them to sue me but <laughs> apart from that well it sounds good it's t- 10 o'clock tonight is that right yes please bbc2 bbc2 catch steven action catch him on tour can't be bothered uh, the spring <laughs> tour general uh, tickets on general sale from uh, well, they're, on, they're, sale they're on sale now yeah that's right. So you can come pick up your tickets. Don't heckle, though. You have been warned. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. We're just talking up Sheffield United outside. I said to you after the Tottenham game, mm. they were the best promoted side I think I'd, I'd ever seen. And I just think looking at them, there's this expectations that we've seen other teams come up and have an impact like that. Who've come and then they fall away. They go. They kind of come down with the decorations. But I don't see that with Sheffield United. The, the way they're no. structured as a team and the way they play, they're, I think they're, they're, I think they're, they're, they're nailed on top ten at least. Brilliantly coached team. I mean, yeah. You think they've got no superstars? They've got a great team ethic. They're, they're great to watch as well. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I was, I was listening a little bit to, to Adrian and the guys yesterday, and you think Chris Wilder is going to be a man in demand? You would think, you know, all these other managers being mentioned, but someone like Chris Wilder. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to yeah. leave. Sometimes they clubs and um, managers yeah. suit money. I'm not saying he wouldn't do it somewhere else. He, he may well, but yeah. He's Sheffield United man. He's built that team. He's his whole tactics, his whole thinking. It's all structured for that club to yeah. go and reproduce and that, it somewhere else. That group of instantly, players. yeah, no, exactly. wouldn't be easy. And he, he'll know that as well. Uh, here's a good story for you though. Um, the ex-wife, and I will say saying his first name on uh, <laughs> on national radio, but the wife of ex-Arsenal footballer Noanko Kanu, yeah, uh, shopped in disguise because the only place she could find cooking ingredients was in Tottenham. Amara Khan, who was wanted to make meals from her home nation of Nigeria, because she missed the country so much. But the, the only place she could get the ingredients was at shops and market stores near White Hart Lane. So she said she did to disguise herself. But I was thinking, how many Tottenham fans you want? Khanu's <laughs> missing. Like. Can- also, you know, it's it, you know, blimey, it's not that bad. No, we can, we can walk in out. Danny Kelly <laughs> lived. He lived amongst the Gooners for years, didn't he? In Islington. Well, he married one. Well, exactly. <laughs> so that's fraternising with the enemy, if ever you wanted it. I think Mrs. Carno would have been safe I think she would have been doing a bit right, of shopping really, yeah. in uh, <laughs> in Tottenham High Road. I don't think it'd be a problem. <laughs> Ridiculous, really. Uh, Strictly come dancing has been sh- rocked. They say the Daily Star by a shock ballroom romance. And I, no, they haven't. They've definitely not been rocked. They love it. It's brilliant for the viewing figures, and it happens every year. So don't worry. <laughs> About it. That's right. You've not said who it is, no? No, it doesn't say who it is. I've, I've not watched a lot of I'm a Celebrity. I've been dipping in now and again. Um, it's Righty's doing okay, isn't he? That's, that's the know, general I, consensus. I haven't watched any of you it. haven't watched any of no, it. Okay, I'm talking my, to the wrong person. Not here. my thing. From what I see from social media, he's doing all right. Which is, yeah, his which own is Twitter feed is, is still continuing. Somebody else obviously... Yeah, somebody else is managing that. It, it would be a bit much if Righty <laughs> was sitting there <laughs> tweeting from the camp, wouldn't it, really? But let's uh, no, say he continues to do well. Not allowed to. Um... I'm not sure I want to go and see this. Uh, David Attenborough's Netflix documentary Our Planet has been turned into two live arena shows featuring an orchestra and clips narrated by Sir David Attenborough. For me, I don't fancy no, that. No, you can't be bothered. No, Have you been watching the series? It's a sensational no. series. Yeah, sensational series, but I don't see it as a stage show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know Bill Ken, right? Are you? Talking not, of which, oh, um, yes. I, 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 there is a bit of a feeling that it's only a matter of time. It seems that the word today is that Marco Silva is going to be there for the Leicester game on Sunday. Yeah, um, talk, talk about sacrificial lamb. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not easy. But if I was an Evertonian, and I don't know if they feel like mm. this, if suddenly um, it had gone wrong with uh, Poch or, or it goes wrong with Jose, mm. and they say, well, actually. Let's get let's get uh, Andre Villas Boas and again. I tell well, what were you doing for the last six years? Mm. It's just just this. It's like Groundhog Day. You're bringing back the guy you sat because it wasn't working and asking him to do the job again. That's no slight on David Moyes. No. He might argue that he shouldn't have gone in the I first think place. He's well in the but running a, for the job. A fan, mm. a fan after was it five years since he left. Uh, David well, yeah, Moyes? I, but you know, if you can explain why Mark Hughes is in the running for Everton, I mean, you know, the yeah. the, the CV for the last few jobs is not great, is it? You know, I wouldn't be happy if I. I don't doubt for a minute that David Moyes would would kind of steady the mm. ship, but I mean, I, I heard some, again some of the the Evertonians on the station in the last twenty four hours, and yeah, they are frustrated by the lack of ambition. Well, it's a very odd situation there. The, the, the team play, capable of playing well at times, capable of going on runs, but it's yeah. just started to go. And, and it's not just that; it's like nothing's changed. The ground doesn't changed they were promised this oh, and I know mm. that there's a new ground in the offing oh, yeah, but in all that time David Moyes has been away not much has really so changed much that, is about, it it's about, so it doesn't matter what it's to do with the it? money it's to do with the recruitment if you, you know, if you know what you're doing 
you recruit the right players. I mean, look at Sheffield United. You recruit the players that fit what you want to do. It's not just a matter of getting in players. That's, I think, the key thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've got news of Sprouts, I told you earlier. Sprout news, yeah. Sprout We didn't fans. get a jingle, though. We didn't have time. So. Sprout news. That'll do, yeah. <laughs> like game day. Sprout, Sprout news. Get game day guy in to say Sprout <laughs> news. Day. Yeah, next time he's in. Yeah, we'll get him in. Yeah. He doesn't speak like that normally. This time <laughs> like, slow him down a bit. <laughs> weird, wouldn't it, really, when he's, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, they'll... Sprout, 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 Sprout. We're going to get very cockney. Actually, Sprout fans will relish this new festive concoction, Sprout ketchup. Oh, wow, <laughs> that sounds nice. Yes, each bottle is. No, it doesn't. It sounds vile. I actually. know, vile. Each bottle is crammed with fifteen of the veg, blended with traditional Christmas flavours: nutmeg, cloves, and cinnamon. No, you're all right. Not for me. Not <laughs> I agree. Not for me, Beaky. I'm passing. Yeah, you hear, uh, Alan and Ali were singing. Uh, White Snake this morning. I was just uh, saying one of their oh, production yeah, they, teams. They, they, yeah. they were on uh, uh, fine form, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Ireland's always on fine form. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Britain send, or us Brits, we send 64 million pointless emails a day. Yeah. I think I receive about half of them. But it's that thing where <laughs> you, you basically somebody says to you, well, thanks, have a, have a happy birthday. And you say, well, thanks very much for the birthday wishes. And they send you back another one saying, that's all right. You know, sort of thing. And it never yeah. ends. You know, it's sort of called conversation, and it's called uh, just politeness. No, but I know it's that it's thing where you end it. You always, you know, it's always difficult to know whether you should send the. You know, but you should do what Terry Alderton does. Just say enough with an exclamation <laughs> mark. <laughs> And then, and people, then people That's a good know, idea. I, or just actually mm. say, I have no wish to continue this conversation, Andy. But to be Joe Blunt about it. You're getting to an age where you can do stuff well, like that. Well, that's true, yeah. Yeah. But uh, apparently it's not good for the environment. So what is it? Sending emails. Sending emails. It uses up electricity, oh, okay. apparently. So you add them all up. It's not the trees, it's the electricity, well, Gov, isn't it? Can I right. drop you here? You see that the emu that tormented Parky could go for 10 grand. 10 grand, really? If I was Parky, and I think he's got a bit of bomb few bump parky i'd i'd uh, i'd buy it and burn it <laughs> <laughs> buy it and burn it why did you say that in a yorkshire accent well, that's right yeah my, my guest tonight no, I'd, yeah. I'd give it a burning i mean I, yeah. you know it would sort of be poetic justice because he hated that thing yeah well yeah i mean it, it was kind of good for business though people watched the show well, didn't they so, but you didn't, when you you know i know how he feels when you do these great interviews with people and the I'm only not, thing people ever remember is oh that emu that attacked you yeah. it becomes a bit annoying i mean I, i'm not sure uh, the late great ron hold would get away with that act now in these more enlightened no, that's times very true, because you know he was fairly indiscriminate gender wise on <laughs> on who true, he went yeah. for emu and i i think <laughs> What a great really? debate. I mean, well, it's true. I mean, Rod, Adrian's doing that at four. Would, <laughs> would Rod Hull have been able to work in 2019? 08717. My, I'm saying no. He'd certainly have to be a bit careful about it. Well, he'd have to do it in a different way. Well, of course it wasn't Rod, of course, kids. It was Emu that was doing it. Rod, <laughs> oh, yeah, was, really. just a, Rod was just holding him. <laughs> but, uh, Trying yeah, to not, control not him. sure the act would have uh, no. made it uh, in, these, in these more enlightened yeah. times. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Uh, made a welcome return to the studio now. They are currently on tour. They are the thinking drinkers, Ben McFarlane and Tom Sandham. Guys, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Yes. Good to see you again. Um, I think if people that haven't seen you in action, they'll be thinking, okay, how does that work then, the thinking drinkers? So tell us what you do. 
well, I'll tell you what we do. We do a comedy show that's all about drink. But uh, what makes <laughs> our, our comedy slightly different is we give every member of the audience five free drinks as part of the experience. That's five uh, free drinks. Five <laughs> free <laughs> drinks <laughs> as part of the uh, of the is comedy. Is that built into the ticket price or is that... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, so you, you can play it either way you like. You're paying full price for the comedy or you're paying full price for the drinks. <laughs> yeah. But the best thing about giving five free drinks out is that whatever the comedy's like, you by the end, you're laughing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So it's foolproof, it's isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So the thing is, people think, oh, that sounds a bit uh, irresponsible, Ben, but not particularly because, you know, you have a mantra, don't you? We do. We do. It's called Drink Less, Drink Better. Our mission is to broaden people's booze horizons. And so the drinks we give out are modest in size, but they're lovely stuff. So we have a Venezuelan rum. We have a gin from Australia made with bloody Shiraz grapes. Um, we have wow. a lovely single malt whiskey. Uh, we have uh, a classic uh, English ale in there, and yeah, um, Grand Marnier from yeah. La France, which is oh, Trebon. Trebon. Um, <laughs> you know they still made that. Oh, yeah, they do. It's luxury stuff. What did you because people? Uh, uh, do you find that when you're doing that? You hand them this drink, and they say, "Oh, can I have a little bit of lemonade in that?" Or something. <laughs> do you, uh, do, 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 do you see? Him, you got you, ice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the aim is to get everyone drinking things neat just so that they learn a bit more about it because in all seriousness, we're trying to educate them uh, and get people to spend a bit more money on their drinks so they don't just scuttle the stuff. And uh, uh, and, and through that, through the neat sipping, they, they have to take their time and they just appreciate it a bit more, we find. So we've been doing it for 10 years do now. Do you pre-pour? Yes, we do. Yeah, otherwise we do. <laughs> and also, yeah. I mean, a lot of the mixes are full of sugar <clears throat> and that would be irresponsible <clears throat> if we're giving people a lot of sugar <laughs> over the hour. The only problem is, fellas, is that if... If this, <coughs> I mean, it's, it's, I mean it's, you've got a long tour, so it's clearly going well. But say it went sort of stellar, and then you were playing the O2. <laughs> I mean, it, you wouldn't make any money, would you? We haven't, you haven't kind of future-proofed this, Do you this know business model, have you, what, really? Well, that is a very good problem we'd like to have. <laughs> I mean, if the O2 are listening, we have enough trade. And talking to Stella, it might have to be Stella. Well. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It, it, it could be. It could be Stella. So uh, what about the beer? I mean, do, do you have people coming to you saying, choose our... I mean, do, do, do you kind of curate yourself? Do you choose the booze you want we, to We do, out? yeah. We, do. We, try and, we try and hand-pick things that have got stories. So this year, we, we're working with... Um, Tetley beer yeah. specifically because they had a, a, an incident with Harry Houdini Houdini tried to get out of a Tetley beer barrel as, and it was one of his failed um, really? escape tricks was uh, it yeah. full of beer? it was <laughs> full of beer and that was the problem he was a teetotaler so didn't understand that as well as alcohol yeast gives us CO2 so the air pocket that he was relying on filled up with CO2 and he passed ah. out and he nearly drowned oh, and if he hadn't been a teetotaler what a way to go <laughs> yeah. yeah I know <laughs> got out twice to go you to the toilet if he'd been a drinker yeah. that would never have happened yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> that'll teach him <laughs> yeah so, um, yeah, we, well, we can see you all over the country, can't we? You, 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 are you underway, is it? No, you're starting... We're, you're we're sort of special Christmas shows, haven't we? we? Well, we've got two uh, shows in London before Christmas, uh, November the 30th. This Saturday. Saturday, and then December the 10th, which is the following Tuesday, and then we're going to Maidenhead, Folkestone, uh, uh, and then we, we start in late January. Obviously, January is not a great time for our show. People are trying to abstain. Yeah. But we don't agree with that. We think that people should drink yeah, you're steadily. Yeah, dry Jan or stop Well, well it's, not, it's not a particularly, weirdly, responsible approach. If you just stop for a month and then go back hard at it in February, it's not really the best approach. The best approach is to drink 
reasonably sensibly in December. So because January is such a grim oh month, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I like a glass of wine or or a, a whiskey in January because yeah. I can't really cope with January anyway. <laughs> so. You must get you must get teetotalers brought along to the gig. So yeah. someone likes a drink. So when they're sitting there saying, "Oh, not for me," I'll just have an orange juice. I mean, is that is that? Work? I know absolutely. Um, this is genuine. People have come along who are pregnant. People are driving. People are just abstainers. And uh, as well as a drink, what it's it's like a horrible history for for adults. Yeah. Really, the show it's about. There's lots of um, really interesting facts thrown in. Um, it's we look at the past, the people, and the, the places behind all of these drinks, and put them in like a cultural context. That all sounds very highbrow, but it is very very interesting. We give people it's kind of stuff that you love to tell your mates down a pub about. Yeah. Um, so it is. Uh, we like to think you learn a lot. And he is funny, and and I don't know if we mentioned the fire free drink. But <laughs> think, yeah, yeah, do you drink yourself during the performance? We try not to actually. Mm. That's that's a good question because we we're on tour all over the UK from January right through to May, uh, and we've got an old uh, Royal Mail Transit van that we drive <laughs> up and down the country. So we are invariably <laughs> trying to get out of the venue afterwards and, and drive to the next one, and sometimes being chased out. <laughs> uh, but so we don't we don't try to drink. But actually, the measures are pretty modest. So so it's 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 the equivalent of probably getting maybe two and a half shots. Yeah. So it isn't it, it, the ambition is not to get people drunk. It is so that they remember some of the information. And and like Ben said, it sounds a bit serious, but uh, but we do we, we get down into our underpants, don't we, mm-hmm. Ben? At some point, oh, just okay. to try and yeah cover some of so the... We do the can-can. We do a can-can, yeah, which nice. has been choreographed by a Caroline Pope, who's an actual Hollywood choreographer. So there is some wow. real yeah. art in there. And you, did Edinburgh, you did Edinburgh, didn't you? Yeah. You did. Yeah. So at the end of Edinburgh, after a month long of gigs, I mean, did, did you go out and let your hair down? They just really? finish off the, the remainder of the bottle. Your mind sweats <laughs> at the back of the GPO yeah, van. Really must have been It'd be great, wouldn't it? Sat in the car park <laughs> drinking half a pint of Grand Marnier. <laughs> just, uh, well, we can't take, you know, we're uh, tours over now. We don't yeah. need it anymore. You'll be surprised to hear with a run in Edinburgh there wasn't much left at the end of it. Um, no well that was that was uh, Edinburgh's brilliant because it's sort of 26 back to back dates so you really sort of hone the show um, that was an hour and as we tour around we do we do an hour and a half um, but with Edinburgh Edinburgh is always brilliant for us we'll be back there in fact next year with, a, with another brand new show okay. the trick for us is to keep coming up with new ideas this idea is called Heroes of Hooch and it's about great drinkers so we've, we've looked at history's greatest figures and then shown how they all enjoyed a drink so every year you're coming up with these new concepts that's the real trick yeah who are, who are the have you got a, a top five greatest uh, drinkers in yeah history? well in in well we did a show before called legends of liquor as well so we put um <laughs> it's fairly similar oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. all right okay well let's let's close well, over that that made it harder um, <laughs> come on it's a long time ago brand it, that's what you gotta do. yeah yeah um, <laughs> um jesus jesus was a good drink obviously he turned water into wine yeah, but it, uh, he didn't he turned water into beer as we approach Christmas, there's something worth remembering. Yeah. That he, uh, all the early scriptures show that he turned water into something called shekar, which means barley beer. And the only reason we think it's wine is because when it was translated in the 17th century, they wanted him to be a wine drinker. So they changed it because beer was seen as a poor man's drink. Wow. Wow. But, what but, that's yeah. fantastic. Fact. Yeah. yeah. Churchill, would he feature? Oh, he yeah. featured in the last show. He was, our, he was our greatest drinker of all time in Legends of Liquor. So we yeah. have had to change it about a bit. We've got Alexander the Great in this show who organised when he 
conquered India in a bid to try and bring the cultures together. He organised an Olympics, but the only discipline was drinking. Mm. Uh, the drinking Olympics. The drinks Olympics, wow. uh, and, which um, backfired a bit because the Indians weren't quite up to his drinking prowess. He was a massive drinker and they every single competitor died. Yeah. I know, it's a long time ago. We moved on. But <laughs> yeah, just, it's just too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, Ben, really. Um, <laughs> the, um, but no kids, is it under 18s? No, 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 no kids. No, no kids. You've got to be careful, haven't yeah. you? Really? Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to drink. I mean, they could sit with a teetotalism um, on the I, naughty step. <laughs> <laughs> Is a bit blue. The ad, the, the content oh, okay. is a bit adult. Yeah, so yeah, I'd say yeah. no. Don't bring the kids. Don't bring the kids. They get their own stuff. They got enough. Yeah, yeah that's true. They don't need this as so well. uh, you are keeping on Watford fans, respectively. Yes. Yeah. And from Kike's, he looks like he's kept the gig. Kike Riki. I, I think. He, I think. He, <laughs> I think he. I think he should really. It's a bit. You bring a guy in and then about four weeks later boot him out again for the second time. Well, it would be a touch. Over we've the got top. form, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I think he shored up the defence a bit, hadn't he, until the weekend? And then you started looking at that and thinking, oh, maybe he hasn't done that either um, I, I don't know it's it's a weird thing last season you got everyone talking about well the, the project works um, we have finally made it it's 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 coming to fruition and but then Deanie's instantly back, isn't he? well back. yeah, yeah. That's, that seems to be the, that's the danger when you say that's going to cure everything <laughs> yeah. I've mean, been saying for the last yeah. three weeks not long now till Dean is back yeah. and everything will be fine puts a lot of pressure on yeah, him yeah of, he looks like a man who can take it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure he'll solve all the problems I I it's a it's a funny old season, really. It's around, very hard. So. It's very hard to make a call on who's going to go down at the moment, isn't it? You look, mm. you, it's no obvious bottom three, is there? I the think moment? they'll start putting. I mean, they haven't looked bad in yeah. every game, so you kind of feel this weird confidence based on last year that they're going to start stringing these thing these wins together, and, yeah. and they'll get themselves out of it. And so, for that reason, you're right in terms of consistency. You probably just want to keep the man in charge. I think I think it would, be, it would be it would be probably the right move. And um, QPR, I mean, please um, with Forest tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I, I hate to say it, but I'm actually very happy. Yeah. I think Warburton's doing all the right things. Yeah. He's, he's got no money. He's playing nice football. Um, he's bringing th- the youth through. Um, it's, it's all. I mean, we went on a lovely run, and now I think we're sort of slipping back to where we should probably be. Mm. One um, or two players could track a bit of interest in yeah. January. No, yes. no, no wins yeah. in five, which is yeah. good, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, I'd rather them... There's a couple of players I'd like other teams to buy. Um, <laughs> just leave easy alone. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, very good player. Yeah, he's very good. But I mean, we'll. I, I think we're not in a position to turn off us down. But that's what QPR have historically been. They've been yeah. a club that grows good players, sells them, and, and invests in them again. So it's it's good. I think we need to bring the plastic pitch back. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great leveller. Yeah, isn't it, really? yeah, that would really help. Um, finally, boys, Gary from Haven has been in touch. He said, "I took my missus to see the drinkers. She was driving, so I had ten drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly enjoyed that gig. So rather than saying, oh, you know, I'm no, not for me, he took them and, yeah. and just went through the line. Well, what a That's yeah, a bit <laughs> of foresight right there, isn't it? <laughs> and I would say, Gary, do drink less, drink better. Drink yeah, less, yeah, drink yeah, better. Yeah, you yeah, didn't, you know. didn't quite catch the mantra, did you? <laughs> no, Gary? really, that was the whole point. So, um, if you go online, you can find uh, thinkingdrinkers.com. Yeah. It's got all the dates there and, uh, and everything else uh, that uh, you could possibly want to know. You've got to see, you've got a shop as well. Yeah, so well, books, we, we, books you've yeah. written. Over <laughs> so we very... have written books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, an online shop. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Shop yeah. No, 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 high street <laughs> shop. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, yeah, we've, we've we've written lots of books on. Our background is journalism. Yeah. We started off as writers, so we've written lots of different books, um, and we're going to get some new T-shirts in, but they're not up on the website yet. But 
believe me, they look fantastic. Oh, they're magic, aren't they, Ben? I'm yeah. very excited about the two <laughs> <laughs> Well, good to see you guys. Thanks, nice so, much. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having Thank us Thank you on. for having us. Cheers. Yeah, thinkingdrinkers.com for all the details of those dates. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. I'm certainly going five drinks. Why well, would you not? Good, I'm going to go. Uh, going to go yeah. see him next year. Definitely. So that's us. We return tomorrow with uh, singer Paul Carrick. It's always good to see him. He's a nice lad. Sheffield Wednesday yeah. fan, of course. Old customer of mine from the Men's Wear days. That's right. And he'll be doing his inside leg again, just for old time's <laughs> sake. And um, we're going to speak to a pair of brothers who have uh, reached out to the Sri Lankan FA to try and get themselves international caps. Have a great evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.